one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Inside Fashion is brought to you by Shopify Plus. From the first sketch to the retail floor, you need a commerce platform to help you scale at the speed of your ideas. That's why the world's fastest growing brands like Steve Madden, Chubby's, Le Sportsac and Gymshark rely on Shopify Plus to sell to their customers around the world. You'll be able to go wherever your customers are, from New York to Milan to Instagram. And they'll make sure you look brilliant in every size, from pop-up shop to mobile. Join over 5,000 brands on Shopify Plus at shopify.com forward slash BOF. We are the generation of Google when uh, you can start a company and one year later it's a billion dollar company. And a lot of people have this dream. This is not my dream. It's not you destroy and then you repair. The DNA of Veja to deconstruct the product. Uh, let's try to go back to the production chain, but back until the end. What's been the biggest challenge? To create a team. We adapt to the, to the team. They don't adapt to Veja. Everywhere you look now in the fashion industry, people talk about sustainability. Yes, fashion is just the mirror of society. And uh, sustainability is everywhere into the fashion world. 
but it's also in every world. And that's, I think, a big victory. Consciousness is always the first step. Then come the actions. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion, and welcome to the BOF podcast. This week on Inside Fashion, I sit down with Sebastian Kopp, co-founder of Veja. Now, those of you that are not instantly familiar with the brand Veja should keep paying attention because if you look down at the feet of people around you, many people are wearing these really cool, stylish sneakers with a graphic V on the side. Well, those sneakers are part of the Veja brand a brand that's also been built on sustainable ideals. Last year, the company sold more than 1 million pairs of shoes. So how do you build a stylish, sustainable sneaker brand from scratch? Keep on listening to find out. Here's Sebastian Kopp, Inside Fashion. Bonjour, Sebastian. Bonjour. (laughs) It's nice to be with you here in Paris. Um, it's a quite complicated situation right now because all of the power has just gone out in my hotel. So we are, by the good grace of sunlight, on a very beautiful day in Paris, recording with you here. Um, there's a lot to talk to you about. Um, and I first learned about Veja because so many people at the BOF office are wearing Veja shoes. And there's a lot of fans in our team. Um, but after having read a little bit about the company and all that you've accomplished, it's, it's kind of an amazing story. Uh, and it's, it's not what some people call an overnight success because you and your co-founder have been working on this for quite some time. I, I wanted to start by just, if you can, I'm sure you've told the story a hundred thousand times, but you know, how did you come across this idea to start a um, sustainable footwear company? Oh yeah. It's, um, it's a long uh, run story and uh, such a long run that uh, it started uh, before we started Veja. Um, we were um, students. Uh, we know each other with Guilain. We have been knowing each other for um, 25 years now. And what were you studying? Um, we were at, uh, we met in high school. Okay. And then... Uh, uh, we went. I went in the U.S. Uh, to study um, political sciences, uh, economics, um, and uh, he um, he was studying uh, uh, on his side uh, more economics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we gra- graduated from a university. We uh, we started working. Uh, I worked uh, a bit for the for internet companies. Uh, okay. He uh, worked for. Uh, uh, consulting and uh, we ended up in a, I ended up in DC in 2001 um, he ended up in New York he in 2001 uh, working in uh, investment bankings okay so nothing to do with fashion nothing to do with fashion we were um, we did a lot of projects together we created a magazine we uh, created a lot of uh, a lot of uh, student projects uh, very interested by a lot of things, very curious. Uh, and um, we ended up in, uh, in banks and uh, it didn't last very long. Why not? Uh, because we, um, we didn't like to be a, a small piece of uh, a big thing that, uh, that, were, that was heading uh, nowhere. Uh, the money for the money was not interesting uh, sure. for us. And uh, and the culture um, 
the dominant culture uh, at the time, it was in 2001, was not what we were expecting for, for society. So uh, we created an NGO. Um, we uh, went to see some big French companies saying um, sustainable development is important, ecology, uh, social justice, uh, economic justice is more and more important or is going to be more and more important. What do you do in, this, uh, in, the, in those fields? And uh, what we uh, propose to you is you don't pay us, those big French companies, but we go on field and we um, try to um, study your projects linked to su sustainable development, linked to ecology, linked to... Uh, um, charity linked to the, there were a lot of projects that we went to see 70 projects around the world in china in india in uh, south africa in uh, brazil bolivia like uh, morocco all, all around mm -hmm. and after one year and a half of studying um, the partnerships between uh, those companies uh, local ngos and local population we were a bit uh, frustrated because there were a lot of talk, there were a lot of uh, speeches in New York, in Paris, in, uh, in big cities uh, from those big companies. But on field, what we saw was quite disappointing. Can you give me an example of what you mean? An example is um, South Africa. In South Africa, we, uh, we arrived in South Africa one year after the big summit of uh, Johannesburg about yeah. sustainable development mm -hmm. in 2002. So uh, we were there in 2003. And there were millions of dollars that were spent uh, in uh, sustainable development projects uh, by big companies, big NGOs, big uh, uh, institu um, uh, international institutions. One year later, there was nothing left. One year later, all the projects were stuck were abandoned, where um, uh, nobody took care of them. And one year before, it was great talks. Uh, so gonna... it was mostly about PR? Is that why these companies had committed to it? It was um, goodwill, I yeah. think. It's not, uh, I wouldn't say PR and communication. I think it's a, a, a short-term goodwill, right. a, a short-term will of changing things. But then the day after, business comes back, day-to-day uh, -day comes back, and you don't have the time. Right. So that created our minds, uh, our, not, not, not our mind, that created our uh, philosophy of uh, what would be the most modern company, what, uh, what is going to be a company tomorrow. A company will be to integrate into the business, not on the side, not charity, not uh, you make million of dollars and then uh, or billion of dollars and then you do the Bill Gates Foundation. Uh, it's not you destroy and then you repair. It's you create um, a project, you create a company and you try to integrate social, social justice, uh, economic justice, um, uh, your environmental impact inside the business of the company. That's the first thing about Beja before, even before uh, thinking uh, to do uh, sneakers. <laughs> right. So our thought was that like um, companies have more power today than um, politicians. Uh, companies rule the world. And this was uh, already in 2001, 2002. Because they are in every country, because they can um, 
uh, overlap uh, politi politi politician uh, deci decisions. So um, we say the power is in companies. So if we want to change, if we, if we want to offer another model, let's try to create a company. Let's try to uh, from scratch because the big companies, they are trying on the side to change, but they are not changing in the center. In their uh, in the heart of the business, they're not changing. So let's try to do something. So the original impetus, it wasn't really about sneakers. It was really about this idea of integrating and embedding values of social justice, of environmental friendliness or whatever in an organization from the beginning. You know, I'm, I've, I have a problem with the word uh, values because um, uh, it was more um, egoistic. It was more us. It was more if those kind of organizations, if those kind of uh, um, companies uh, don't uh, appear, uh, where is gonna be the world in 20 years, in 40 years, in 50 years? We can see today <laughs> how it is going right. and where it is going. So um, that was more uh, about uh, we work in bank. We don't think it's the good uh, way uh, of society at the time. Uh, we don't think uh, we're going in the good direction. Let's try to put what we have inside us uh, uh, everything we have inside us in the in the project, and you can understand what it is uh, to create a project and to put everything you have mm -hmm. in this project to be happy, huh? because mm -hmm. uh, you realize something that you have inside. So, so why sneakers? So why sneakers? Because uh, it was something we had out uh, inside and that we were wearing outside all the time since right. uh, our young age. It was um, a product we grew up with. It was a product of our, of our generation. Like uh, at the time, the adults, they didn't wear sneakers. Uh, the, the young kids, uh, only the young kids were wearing sneakers every day. And, um, and also, um, it was a product we love. Uh, like anywhere we, we went, we went to, to sneaker stores, etc. Without being sneakerheads, without being in this world, which is quite interesting also. Uh, but um, we were uh, we didn't have a collection or whatever. But we liked we liked uh, the product. We liked the the stories uh, uh, of hiking, of sport, etc. And um, we like also the symbol uh, of the sneaker, which was um, uh, a product that could uh, symbolize the domination of uh, Western uh, countries on. Uh, um, I, I would say uh, Far East countries, like all the sneaker production was made in uh, China, Vietnam, Indonesia, and still is. And um, in a, a way that uh, if people saw how it was produced, if people saw how people lived, uh, how the people that were doing the products, uh, making the products every day lived, maybe they wouldn't buy it uh, as a well, uh, with uh, the smile they have. Mm -hmm. So, uh, because we saw that, we visited before Veja, like one year before doing Veja, we visited uh, um, uh, a factory in China, uh, which was doing uh, clothing. And we were shocked uh, to see, because we were auditing this, uh, this factory, and we were shocked to see how uh, people were treated, how they were working, how many hours per week, 
And the most shocking thing was how they were living. They were living inside the factory. They were living uh, in, a, in a room. Uh, we are sitting now on a room uh, which is maybe uh, 30, 40 square meters. Um, they were living in, uh, 20 people was living uh, in this room. Um, and there were no toilets, there were no shower. Um, and this was at the first uh, or the second floor uh, of the factory. So this, we were saying, if, um, if we knew, um, when we buy a product, if we knew how it was done, maybe we wouldn't buy it. Maybe what year was this? That 2003. You... Okay. Two th 2003. Right. And maybe this was the, the first electricity, and it's nice to talk about electricity today because we're doing... We a, have no electricity in the We're hotel. doing a low energy interview. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, so it was the spark. This was the spark. I that, think so. Yeah. Uh, talking with you, I think so. It was the, maybe the first step of uh, consciousness for us. So uh, we were 24, 25 years old uh, at the time, and uh, we said to each other, what, um, what could we do? I had job interviews at Google. Uh, Guillain had uh, job interviews in uh, big consulting firms, and we decided not to go in this way. We decided to, uh, to, uh, to we, we said we have luck. We are very lucky people. Maybe we are, uh, uh, we are part of the 5%, the most lucky on the planet. Uh, our parents uh, paid for our studies. Uh, we uh, never had uh, money problems. We always have a, a roof uh, to sleep under. We, uh, we didn't like anything. Uh, uh, if we don't try to do, to do something, if we don't use this luck, who uh, has the chance to, to do it? Exactly. So let's take one year. Yeah. Uh, even if we fail, no problem. Uh, if we fail, let's try to have a good time. <laughs> Uh, to meet uh, interesting people, to uh, to uh, um, to live adventures, etc. So uh, traveling was important for us also. And um, if we fail, we fail. And if we, but we don't have the, the the simplest idea of how to begin because we don't know this world. We don't know anybody in the fashion world. We don't know anybody in the sneaker industry. We don't know how you do a sneaker. How so you, you design know absolutely a nothing. Nothing. So how do you start? The only thing we knew is as a consumer, right? Uh, we we knew the other side of the mm -hmm. of the disc, but uh, not the professional side. Right. And um, so we um, we decided to uh, to uh, ask ourselves, how is it done? What is a sneaker? What is a, what is it? It's a sole. Then it's an upper. What is the upper? What is the material used by this upper? And that's that created the second step of Veja, the DNA of Veja, uh, to deconstruct the product. Uh, let's try to go back to the production chain, but back until the end. Um, and we didn't even know that nobody did that, uh, that uh, even the big brands, they don't uh, know where the raw materials uh, come from because they, are, they have intermediaries, the, the factory is, uh, is um, ordering the raw materials and the fabrics, etc. So um, we deconstruct the sneaker until the end, going to the raw materials until the first raw materials and then trying to replace those raw materials uh, by uh, more ecological raw materials. That's as simple as that. It's, uh, it's not very complicated on what we do. 
is uh, it's just, uh, we said, uh, um, a sole of a sneaker. Today it's plastic, 100% uh, plastic. And what is plastic? Plastic is oil. Uh, plastic is 99% oil. So let's try to uh, replace this, um, this plastic by uh, a natural raw material. And then we Googled, we, uh, we uh, study on the internet uh, that uh, Converse in the 70s, in the 50s, it was made with rubber. So we asked ourselves, what is rubber? Then we chased rubber uh, in Brazil saying, uh, we went to plantations. So that's how you ended up yes. in Brazil, was because of the rubber industry? Because, because it was the only country in the world that uh, gathered um, all the raw materials we needed. Mm -hmm. um, so it was wild rubber, it was um, organic cotton, it was um, to have a factory that respects the, the workers' rights, dignity and uh, way of living. Uh, and. Um, we spent three months in Brazil before uh, Veja, uh, and we realized it was um, a strange country, uh, meaning people were very conscious about the environment, uh, very conscious about uh, uh, social equilibrium, uh, because they have strong syndicates, uh, uh, the left, uh, the left uh, politics is very strong in Brazil. You had, at the time, um, the um, social summit, uh, which was all the NGOs gathered in uh, Porto Alegre, uh, southern Brazil. So there was a lot of but Brazil sign is still one of the most unequal countries in the world, right? Despite all of that activity and politics yes. and stuff. It's yes, and it was, I think, even more at the time yeah. because uh, Lula was not still elected, right. and Lula uh, tried to sure. re-equilibrate uh, a bit. Huh? Uh, of course, uh, it's only a, a politician. But um, these uh, last 15 years, uh, I think he, uh, he did a lot, even if it's not enough. Mm. And, and um, so uh, the, only th the other thing is um, we understand that uh, Brazil was a bit like the United States. Once you speak Portuguese, you're Brazilian. Yeah. Uh, when you speak well, uh, once you speak well, um, there is no... Uh, uh, I would say a type of uh, of skin. Yeah, because it's a very multiracial. Uh, yeah, country, very right? mixed country. Yeah. Uh, um, you can be Brazilian. I can be Brazilian. Uh, a blonde girl with a white skin could be Brazilian. So uh, once you speak the, the language, uh, they integrate you. We felt that. So we felt very comfortable working in Brazil, uh, learning Portuguese. And uh, because they don't speak English, mm -hmm. uh, so uh, and we had also we loved the country, uh, we loved uh, what we saw in Brazil before starting Veja. So all those elements we started there. We could have done it somewhere else, no problem. But uh, every uh, every elements, every signal signals said uh, do it in Brazil. So we went to uh, in the on field. First we went on field to to meet organic cotton producers. We uh, met a cooperative that was uh, that was um, uh, really touching. Uh, the the farmers were growing on very small scale uh, farm, like one acre, two acres. Uh, they didn't have uh, enough water to drink. Uh, when we met them, uh, there was a, an, an NGO backing them to grow organic, to, uh, saying it's the it's the market of the future. Uh, okay, you didn't sell your crop. Uh, one year ago, two years ago, three years ago, but try to do this. And even for your health, uh, your own health, it's uh, better because they were uh, growing cotton, 
but they were growing also corn, beans that they were eating. And the first thing when you ask, and I remember one of my first questions asked, but why did you change for organic cotton? Because you were growing um, conventional cotton before. And they all said, I thought they, were, they would reply, uh, because uh, we can sell it uh, more expensive. Right. They all said, it changed. We, uh, we switched six or seven years ago in uh, 97, uh, let's say. And uh, they all said, because... Of our health since we uh, we grow organic we don't have a uh, food poisoning we don't have a uh, uh, stomach achy we don't have a uh, uh, cancer etc etc so they told all the stories and I was pretty shocked because as I was not an expert in sneaker uh, believe me I was not an expert in organic cotton at all sure uh, I didn't know almost anything about uh, the culture and my partner uh, was the same so but learning Portuguese, learning organic cotton, learning sneaker on field uh, was uh, one of the best experiences of our life uh, because uh, we were catching everything. We were very curious, asking questions. It was a bit, and, and you can understand that, it was a bit like a, a journalist investigation for mm -hmm. us in a foreign country. So as interesting as that. And... Uh, so we, f we found those guys, they had three tons of organic cotton that they didn't sell uh, for, from the last year, uh, stocked. So we said, we can sit and, um, and uh, discuss for a price, but to discuss for a price, we have to follow you one week, two weeks to see how you, uh, how you um, uh, gather the cotton and then how you sell it. So we can determine the price. We were very influenced by fair trade also, which is... Um, um, fair trade principles. It's um, to um, to create um, a business relationship with farmers that ha that uh, are um, listed as the 25% more poorer on the planet. Uh, you don't do fair trade with uh, farmers with uh, 5,000 acres of land. Um, and fair trade is to determine a price which is cut from the market, nothing to do uh, with the market. So we determined a price that, that was, uh, I think, 65% more than the market price because with this price, they can live, uh, sustain, uh, invest, uh, live better, etc., etc. And then 10% 10 10 more for the collectivity, for uh, the community. Mm -hmm. Then we went, we went in Amazonia to uh, find rubber and to learn about rubber. So, you know, every step we were talking to a guy, he said, like, go a bit further. Talking to the next guy, yeah, go a bit further. I know a mm -hmm. rubber tapper community. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, and like a journalist can do. And, uh, and we ended up uh, in the forest uh, learning about how uh, the, the lives of the rubber tappers, etc. Uh, extraordinary story. And, um, and then we find a rubber tapers community and we did the same thing. We established a price decorrelated from the market price uh, and we bought rubber. Then we find a factory uh, in southern Brazil, which is a bit like Europe, much more developed uh, as a, a region than the, the one we, we work with for the organic cotton or the rubber. And, um, and to do the first prototype of Veja, I stayed maybe two months in a row at the factory, um, being with the guys. It was a factory with maybe 200, 300 workers. So I was every day uh, walking by, 
learning, talking to the guys uh, in the because it's a chain, huh? mm -hmm. uh, and uh, with the modelist cell um, um, of the of the factory, I was there a bit their intern, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's a language, great way to learn, right? Language intern and yeah. uh, and uh, sneaker intern. Right. So they taught me uh, everything. Uh, not everything. Not in everything in two months, of course. But uh, I was uh, starting, and I came back in Paris with uh, six uh, pairs of the first Veja uh, prototypes. All the same shape. All the same shape. One model. One, One model. model. Six colors. Okay. And this was in two thousand four. Okay. We started Veja in March 2004, in February, March 2004. Guilain did the first trip to Brazil. I did the second, he did the third, I did the fourth. We came back with, uh, but every time we were staying two months. Um, uh, in um, in uh, two, two euros, one euro, two euros a night uh, hotels. And uh, with, uh, you know, the bathroom and the shower and the... Shared. On the shared, yeah, uh, with workers, etc. So it was like uh, extraordinary stories, and uh, and then um, we came back to Paris and we went to the Woos Next, which is a trade show, mm -hmm. and um, which was very important uh, in Paris, and uh, we said so we we have this project. We did all this since uh, eight months, um, and we put the sneakers on the table, and they say, okay, they're nice. Uh, would you like to present them? Uh, we said yes, but we don't know how it works. We present them and what? Uh, and they say you you meet stars, etc., etc. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, 
you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off-limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. And so the first day of, uh, it was uh, September 2004, and the first day um, uh, we presented the, the six pairs. And the first day there was Le Bon Marché. There was uh, uh, the ex-Samaritaine, which is coming back, which, mm -hmm. is, uh, which was a big department store in Paris, which is closed for 10 years and which is opening back uh, in one year maybe, or two years. Um, and uh, like a lot of very good stores uh, ordered the first day because first they loved the, the model, uh, the style, and then they were listening to us about the project without understanding very well, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, ecology, everything. It was, they were a bit curious and a bit with uh, the, their eyes uh, questioning, you know. But, but ultimately they bought it because of the product. Yes. Yeah. And Have the story was, the story behind it, the whole thing that you'd been through was kind of a nice to have thing that had it on top. Yeah, it was nice, but also I think uh, talking back today to the same guys, sure. uh, yeah. we met this, uh, this day and we remember very well. Uh, they said, really, it was like uh, something we didn't hear before, something. So it was interesting, but also a bit uh, frightening because uh, we never thought about all this uh, in this way. And that's why also we liked it uh, on the second uh, step. But first, of course, it was the style, the style, the style, the style, and the price and uh, etc. cetera. Um, so um, we started the first season, we produced 5,000 sneakers. We, bor we borrowed to a bank uh, uh, 50,000 euros. Okay. Uh, to do the first production. How do you get a loan when you're like 26 years old? And you do, you ex-banker, so you know how to dress up, right. uh, you know how to talk, you know how to, uh, how to create a business plan, you know, um, um, you know uh, how uh, a banker can uh, listen, but also we did uh, seven banks and uh, the last one said, okay, you want to do fair trade, so no money. You want to work in Brazil, very risky country. Mm -hmm. You want to work in the fashion business, impossible mm -hmm. uh, in France. Uh, you work, uh, you want uh, to do sneaker, uh, the bankers, they say we only know Nike and Adidas. Um, so everything is a risk in your project. Uh, so the six first bankers, they say go out, please. Uh, leave my room. Au revoir. Au revoir. And uh, the, the last one, he said, you sound nice. I know my boss will get angry in one year or two years because uh, we're going to lose everything, but here you are. Wow. And so you got lucky. Yes. Okay. 
Very so much. with that 50,000 euro loan, yeah. you produced? We produced um, 4,500 because we had, uh, we had uh, 15,000 euros more. And um, they said you cannot, you you have the right not to pay everything, but you can wait to pay the last thirty percent or the last twenty five percent. So uh, we produced uh, the first uh, the first uh, four 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 thousand five hundred or five thousand, and um, and we uh, we sold it. It was uh, the price was uh, seventy euros in the stores, uh, and. Um, and uh, the first week, everything was gone when we delivered. We delivered in March 2005, and the first week, every, everything... Incredible. Went. Because of the style. Nobody yeah. knew about the project. Nobody knew. Uh, nobody knew. Right. We didn't have a website at the time. So what, what do you think made it take off so fast? Just the style? Were there other things that, that played a role? Really just the style. Wow. And just out of interest, because, I, I mean, I went to Brazil for the first time probably in 2001. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was in a petrol station and I walked in and they had these like amazing flip-flops called Havaiana flip-flops. <laughs> yes. Where, you know, uh, they hadn't yet broken into the international market then uh-huh. when I went there. That's right. But you can see that they had this industry in Brazil for yes. this kind of stuff. I don't know. They have a, yeah. shoe in, a strong shoe industry yeah. because, and they have uh, also an ape, ape, uh, Apple factory. Yeah. Uh, it's a very close country. Yeah. Well, you there's very import, high tariffs, right? You cannot yeah. import in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, tariffs for fashion, it's, uh, I think it's 120%. Yeah. So your price is doubled only with the tax. Sure. So um, it's a very close country in terms of culture also. Yeah. You don't listen to a lot of American songs there. Yeah. Um, but which creates uh, magnificence. Yeah, and it, they has, have... it has its own, I mean, it has its own ecosystem of fashion, right? Which is good. Exactly. Because, um, okay. So you these these sneakers, all of the thousands of them, four or five thousand, they sell out. Then what do you guys do? Then all the stores call back and say, "Can you deliver more? Can we uh, reorder, etc." And we say, "You're gonna have to wait six six months, guys." And they say, "What?" Yes, because the next production, we don't have the money. Uh, you didn't even pay us, so wait a bit. Uh, and uh, we didn't know if it was uh, if it's gonna sell uh, very fast, so. The next delivery was uh, September, and uh, we doubled, and it was the same thing. So we grew like this, but n- we doubled, but it, w- we, it was um, starting from nothing. So the growth of Veja was quick, but when you start from zero, it can be quick. Uh, it takes three a years long later. time. Yes, yeah. and yeah. this time. We lots uh, we loved the 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 lot of time we uh, we took to uh, create Veja because this rhythm was human. Uh, I think we can uh, avoid a lot of obstacles by being slow. Um, a lot of uh, obstacles coming from ourselves also because uh, as a manager, for example, at 25 years old, we were not ready. Yes. And now I'm 40 years old and I don't even know if I'm ready. Ask the team. <laughs> and uh, so everything takes time. Uh, and uh, we, we are sure today that beautiful things takes time. Yeah. That uh, we are the age of, uh, we are the generation of Google when uh, you can start a company and one year later, it's a billion dollar company. And a lot of people have this dream. This is not my dream. Got it. Uh, we, um, 
we like uh, the slow pace. We are we like to build the house brick by brick uh, at the right place, uh, put with love, and um, and this uh, this long run also uh, creates a lot of th strength. I use this image of a of a, we're more um, interested in the roots of the tree than with the tree growing like crazy uh, and being very weak. Uh, because it grew uh, too fast. Too fast. Got it. So, but but something's happened in the last couple of years or so with Vejab. I think, at least for me, I now see it everywhere. You know, if I look down, you know, inevitably I'll be in a airport or in a. No, you know, the like, pace is still the so same. So then, how, how you know how has it? No, the pace is still the same. Yeah. But uh, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we had a lot of demands from the U.S. For example. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't open because we didn't have the production. We sure. didn't have enough production. And still everything is made in Brazil? Still everything is made in Brazil. And you've grown the kind of supplier relationships and factory yes, and everything? To, to give you uh, numbers, the first year we bought uh, two tons of organic cotton. Mm -hmm. uh, this year we buy uh, 200 tons. Wow. And how many pairs of shoes this year will you sell? Um, this year, we uh, maybe I can talk about... Uh, 18 because sure. I know and I don't want to uh, uh, in 18 we saw we sold uh, 1 million pair of shoe wow so from 5,000 shoes in that first season yes to a million pair of shoes that's Which incredible is big, but when you compare it to a big brands it's uh, of course but for a uh, company that started from scratch by two guys who are yes. investment bankers and say political <laughs> science we're not we were trying to be investment bankers <laughs> to, not, to grow a company like that is you know is really really <laughs> impressive uh, What's been the biggest challenge for you in this journey? The biggest challenge is, um, I think, uh, to create a team, uh, to uh, understand that you that everybody in the team has to become uh, an example for the other, um, to uh, understand that uh, if you think um, in a way. No, uh, not everybody is forced to think in this way, uh, and there are multiple uh, visions inside the company. And how do you get everyone aligned against a single vision then? Um, we don't get everyone aligned. What we try to do is to put um, to to uh, say, okay, you know how to do that, but what do you like to do? And that's what I want you to do, what you like to do, uh, what you are made for, what you are uh, uh, passionate, passionate in. That's what we try. We adapt to the, to the team. They don't adapt to Veja. Of course, uh, maybe it's a bit exa exaggerated. Huh? Right, because you still have to have a practical idea of you know, making money and having a... You, know, you started this company with a very clear purpose. Mm -hmm. So I guess some people are drawn to the company because of that purpose and they, yeah. they relate to it. And, you and, know? So, and we were talking uh, with Marine uh, um, five minutes before the interview. Some people, they, they, um, what I, I tell them, the door is open. You're not uh, bound to the company. You're not, uh, uh, if, you can, if you want to leave, you can leave. If you want to go in, you, you can go in. If you want to grow, you can grow. If you don't want to grow, you don't grow. Like, uh, I, it's up to you, basically. Yes, yes. I respect a lot uh, what people want uh, personally. Then we try to adapt it to the 
to the uh, the vision of the company. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in and inside Veja, you have many visions. Like uh, some came and they don't they didn't have a, a single idea of what was ecology of. Uh, what was fair trade, etc. And uh, it's nice to see that five years later, they are the most invested. Uh, and some came with a lot of vision, uh, political visions, uh, ecological visions. And you, s you see that maybe they lose it uh, in, the, in the time. So uh, that's the, the biggest challenge. And that's the biggest, also the biggest uh, success, I think, of Veja is, is the team today. Mm -hmm. Is uh, that uh, we had we have a lot of talents, we have a lot of uh, diverse, diversity uh, in uh, inside Veja, and that's uh, and this to build it strong takes time. Yeah. One other thing that's radically changed since mm -hmm. you started is that everywhere you look now in the fashion industry, people talk about sustainability. Yes. Talk. What talk, they talk about it. They, talk or do. Well, I don't know. That's my question for you, which is, you, you know, the conversation around sustainable fashion and responsible fashion. It's everywhere now. You know, in the beginning, it was this tiny little corner in the fashion industry. And people thought that people who were interested in sustainable fashion, it was kind of like granola. You know, it was, not, it was like a, a very specific type of person. That's not true anymore. Do you think the industry is really making enough change when it comes to the way we cre design, create, manufacture, and distribute products? I think I would be the worst judge uh, about it. And um, I was judging a lot when I was 25. Uh, I was um, getting maybe angry sometimes. But time told me that uh, maybe you don't have to to look around too much. Uh, maybe you don't have to judge uh, too much about what the others say, about what the others claim, but uh, that everybody has his own way, his own pace. Um, and uh, uh, I think even you say that, that sustainability is everywhere, is a, a victory today. Then how it is done, how um, what what is the difference between the, the the difference between the speeches and the actions? Maybe I let everybody judge. Uh, yeah, that's not I mean me. that's that's where there's still a big opportunity. I think there's a level of awareness now. It's just the beginning. Yeah. I think and I hope so. so. I mean, there, there's so much more to do, right? Because yeah. this industry, you know, I've been sitting here in Fashion Week and just kind of experiencing, even just I find Fashion Week environmentally questionable at times, you know, with everything that comes along with it. And, uh, uh, and um, so, and uh, maybe to, to get a bit uh, broader and uh, uh, fashion is just the mirror of society and uh, 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 sustainability is everywhere into the fashion world, but it's in also in every world. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not only fashion, it's no. food, it's uh, uh, the talk about the planes, it's uh, in uh, transportation, right. of course. It's uh, in uh, the way we um, consume, the way we buy stuff, uh, the way we behave. It's everywhere. And that's, I think, a big victory. Then I think that uh, uh, conscious, as you said, conscious, consciousness is always the first step. 
then come the actions. And I think the generation coming will uh, take the action. We have to take the actions, of course. Huh? There's uh, not much time left. This urgency uh, speech are not uh, my problem. Mm -hmm. I don't like urgency because you always uh, make uh, mistakes uh, in urgency. Uh, we have to be... So when Greta Thunberg It's more looks, being focused. Yeah. It's more being focused than to be... Uh, than to be... Uh, in an urgency state, uh, which is not, I think, which is not a, a, a sustainable state right. or a sustainable vision to uh, to say yes, we're, it's urgent, it's now, no, 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 because you you fear you you create fear when you do that. Well, I think the reason people have moved into that they're using instead of saying the climate change, they're calling it climate crisis or climate emergency is to create urgency because there's a, a there's still a level of awareness amongst consumers which is not there. And I think if anything's happened over the last few months with the extinction rebellion and you know Greta Thunberg which and all great. of this this stuff is important about creating that consciousness. Exactly. Um, one last question for you which is you know for that next generation that's coming up who want to build their own sustainable fashion business or any business mm -hmm. what's your advice for them i would say um do what you love um be the first uh thinker consumer uh user of uh, what you will do uh don't believe uh uh bankers uh, don't believe um, uh, the thing that shocks me today is uh, this uh, ecological urgency and the lot of talks about raising funds, about raising money all the time, all the time. This uh, is not going in the right direction. Raising money, investors, etc. Why? Is your business still 100% independent? Yes. That's uh, that's very important for us right. because it's our freedom. We know this as ex-bankers. Uh, it's also uh, a way to um, to grow organically in a, not a literally sense, but, but uh, yeah, uh, naturally. Yeah, uh, at a sustainable pace. I think so, and yeah. that's maybe what society is, is lacking today. This uh, fight against money and um, ecology and uh, social justice is a real fight. And maybe we have to lower a bit our uh, way of living, of our way of traveling. And I put myself first into the line uh, to, uh, to create even something that is cooler for us, <laughs> that is uh, nicer. Uh, uh, you have uh, your day with maybe 10 uh, meetings I do. I do have the same. Maybe it's not uh, not so good. And yeah, uh, running, 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 running yeah. uh, after dreams, but also after money. Uh, maybe we have to uh, to slow uh, to slow down a little bit, and maybe we'll be uh, everybody will be happier in this mm. sense. That's what we try to do, even if I run a lot. Mm. <laughs> well, Sebastian, thank you. Merci. Um, and. Uh, I hope to follow along this journey. It's a really interesting story. And thank you. Congratulations. It's very impressive. And congratulations for BOF. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Um, that's all for Inside Fashion this week. I'm Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO 
of the business of fashion bidding you farewell from a beautiful sunny day in Paris without electricity. Bye. <laughs> if you enjoyed this conversation, you might also be interested in joining BOF's global membership community, BOF Professional. Our members receive exclusive deep dive analysis in our daily digest email, as well as unlimited access to our archive of over 10,000 articles, our new iPhone app, special print issues, and all of our online courses and learning materials from BOF Education. For a limited time only, we're offering our podcast listeners an exclusive 25% discount on your first year of an annual BOF professional membership. To get this special offer, click on the link in the episode notes, select the annual package and enter the special code podcast 2019 at checkout. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please leave us a rating if you did, and don't forget to share it with your friends. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person, too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. <coughs> Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef grade range recently and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.